Hey everyone, this is Seth Ashelman. I'm your host of The Long Haul. Um, I'm back in the studio in my garage, just chilling, uh, with voice memos on my iPhone and my headphones on. And this is episode 9. So, since the last time I talked to you, um, that was the longest episode, by the way. I've gotten some great feedback. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. It's been from like only like 3 or 4 people. And honestly, that's 3 or 4 more people than I thought. Because, once again, this whole process is like... Kind of to get some R&D um, and get some research and development, like, on starting a podcast and, like, you know, kind of getting used to it and the feel for it and kind of literally talking to yourself and recording it. Um, but hands down, the best feedback I've gotten was from my little sister, Brooke, who is uh, 17, and she was just cussing me out. She was like, Seth, like, this shit sucks. Like, you are so all over the place and blah, 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 and... Um, she's, she's right. Like, it's really just about, I've been really thinking about it heavily the past couple of days in my free time, um, about like what I should continue with. And honestly, like, I really want to hear from my audience. So if you're listening to this, please text me or really, please text me pros and cons and be like, cause I don't know my audience because I'm willing to listen to, uh, Joe Rogan, Mark Cuban, Elon Musk, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, these big-time entrepreneur people, and everyone else. Like, um, what's the one? The part of my take, all those, because they have they're presenting news information basically, or they have already done this big-time entrepreneur step, and they're inspiring other people. So, ultimately, my goal would be to inspire you, uh, you as the reader, or you as the listener. Sorry, I've been reading a lot. And um, I think the best way to do that is to just kind of break down my day so far. Um, Brooke, Brooke kind of told me she don't want to play by feel because it's kind of more of a story. So today I got up at 6 o'clock and rushed around my house, got some things ready, and got in my car with my protein shake, and uh, drove to basically Pineville, which is like an hour away, and 77 traffic was awful. But I went to uh, BNI. And for those that don't know what BNI is, BNI is business, business, uh, hold on, BNI. Wow. Oh, Business Networking International. Sorry. And it's the company is a big, big-time company. Um, but basically, it's around... It's centered around this core group of unity and referrals. Um, so I went to my first meeting on Tuesday in, locally in Mooresville and made some great connections for my landscaping company because uh, I'll get to it later. But basically, if you say what you're going to – you do what you're going to say or you say what you are going to do and then you do it, you're like far and beyond everyone, which is crazy. But then they're trying to like solidify me to join this program, so they sent out like an extension for this big-time event in Charlotte. So I went to this event in Charlotte, and I was like, okay, there's just going to be, like, more Charlotte entrepreneurs around. And, boy, could I have not been wrong, more wrong. B&I's headquarters are in Charlotte, and the speaker there – so I thought it was, once again, just going to be, like, entrepreneurs and, like, low-level um, people. But the CEO of B&I, Graham Weirmiller, is – has been the CEO for eight years or nine years, basically. And I was 25 feet away from him. This guy that's 
running this multi, multi, multi million dollar company or billion. I'm not sure what they're really focused on, but it's great. You see these podcasts, you hear these podcasts, you hear these YouTube videos, you hear these TED Talks. And I was sitting 20 feet or 25 feet away from this guy taking copious notes, just soaking in knowledge. And I thought it was great because doing the little things for me, literally, I wasn't on my phone. I was just taking notes. And you're probably sitting here like, dude, that doesn't, that's so stupid. But there are full-grown adults that are consistently on their phones in these meetings and won't give someone who runs a, let's just throw a number on it, half a billion dollar company. They won't give him 25 minutes of their day with undivided attention. But that's not even the fun part. So he gets this, he finishes this absolutely fantastic presentation that I have notes on. It's like the 10 step program to starting a $10 million business in 2023, which it was a really fundamental basic level. You can, of business, you can get that anywhere. But the best part was they were like, all right, we're now going to go around the room and uh, everyone has 30 seconds to introduce themselves to the place. So they did this on Tuesday, but on Tuesday it was to 30 people that, and I knew like three or five, three to five of them. And it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, today was about 40 or 45. But my thing was that I was like sitting in the room with these multi, multi millionaires and everyone's standing up. Hey, I do logistics and analytics for this company and I own it and we do this, this and this, and I'm here to network so I can get business, blah, blah, blah. So I give my I give the room of these multimillionaires my elevator pitch, and I hope you me bringing that up. Your next question is, what's your elevator elevator pitch, Seth? So here we go. I'm going to start out on the six minute mark in four seconds. Three, two, one. Hey everyone, my name is Seth Ashelman. I own Endeavor Projects, which is a landscaping, handyman, and odd jobs company. I am 20 years old, and I'm taking a gap year from college for a variety of reasons. But I have been here, I have grown, I've been running this company since I was 15 years old, and I have learned that it's all about relationships, and I'm here to network and increase not only my net worth, but my network, um, and I have been soaking up all types of information through podcasts, or so I missed it, but podcasts, uh, YouTube videos, and books. So thank you once again, Seth Ashman with Endeavor Projects, and then you sit down. So literally did that, but the funniest thing to me is my heart rate during that because my heart rate is, I, that is hands down like a top five most, most stressed out panicking I've been in my whole life, hands down. Like it's probably like jumping off the 65 foot bridge, you know, like the daily like almost death things like with uh, like almost crashing your car or something and uh, taking like some really clutch like fourth quarter shots. I didn't say making, by the way. I said taking. Like, you just... Actually, really, no, that was never really hard for me because it was preparation. So, big thing I've learned is failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Seems super easy. You're probably sitting here like, God, that was so cliche. But think about it from, like, a test perspective. Like, I only stress about tests when I know I'm, like, really lacking or haven't studied or I'm, like, really far behind. Like, I... That's my thing. So, anyways, once again, back to my day because I'm going to try and squeeze it in. Uh, so, I went to B&I. Then I went straight to Ultimate Athlete. Got a killer workout in, which was crazy. And then I went, uh, took me four pictures with, of my biggest job ever, which is like a hardscaping job with DeMarcus. 
And then him and I talked for probably like 15, 20 minutes, something like that. Um, just kind of about life and like where he sees ourselves, where we see ourselves. Then I went to the luxury realtor in the point. And this is the story. So I'm, I'm not going to use her name, but I met her at a, at a wine tasting. I was at Rice Farm, which is right next to this winery. And my mom was like, oh, like she's in there. Let's go talk to her. So I met her, blah, blah, blah. And that was probably in the middle of July or early July. Since then, I have called her, no exaggeration, 30 times and texted her at least 15 times. But finally, I walked into her um, office and talked to her face-to-face, and it was great because she's a very big-time luxury realtor, so she can start referring me clients, like, because these people buy $3 million houses, and they're from out of state, and they need to know, like, that person to turn to to do everything. So hopefully that becomes me. But anyways, then I came home and wrote about, I actually counted them, 17 thank you notes to previous clients, um, which takes a long time because you have to find their address and then you actually have to be individualized and like write something pretty nice, but it can't be too nice because then you're like sucking up to them, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that happened. Then I went to Chipotle and Walgreens and then I came back and I'm doing some chores now. But so it's 930 or that's what I'm at. Um, so questions I got in the hour, because I posted this on my private story and I asked people to ask questions. So here's one. I saw a TikTok about it, but I'm just going to add this in. What's something you wish you would have said to someone? That's a big one for me. Cause I'm think I'm sitting here thinking like, what's something I wish I could have said or would have said to someone in a specific moment. So off the top of my head, it's been telling someone how I feel about them or something I wish I would have said, something standing up for myself in certain scenarios or literally saying, hey, like, hey, how are you? And smiling um, like it's a great it's kind of a great pickup line like you literally see someone in public and you're like hey i'm gonna regret this if i don't do if i didn't come up and talk to you like i've had some i've had great success and seen other of my boys like with decent success using that line um because i mean it's a truthful line so anyways uh i was asked where do you see yourself in one year so on december 15th of 2023 Honestly, I really don't know. It would have to be somewhere between like that. Uh, am I in college or am I grinding for this business? Like, where am I? Like, I just want to be in a great mental space. Um, but really just grinding. Like, everywhere I turn, they're just telling you to fall in love with the process. And I, 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 don't, I, I don't know if I've been in love with it yet, but the grind of it is awesome. It's so fun to like have a shit day that turns out into being a great day when you look back on it three days later because you talk to five clients or whatever. So three years, that would be December 15th of 2025. So that's Call of Duty Duty Black Ops 2 year. Uh, That would mean I am 23. So I'd be out of – I don't know. That's that's a far – there's a lot of ways I see that going. Running a company, 
or working for someone under a company or just getting out of college and really kind of getting my fir- my feet wet um, in a big time job. Five years, basically more of the same. Uh, I mean, personal life comes with time, in my opinion. Like, I have my great friends, but you know, having a romantic partner is definitely not um, the primary objective of my life right now. It's like kind of something, it would be great to have someone to turn to it all the time. And like, I could talk about like the loneliness factor of everything, but it's whatever. Uh, what keeps me going? Honestly, just kind of like, I see, I feel like I am confident enough to figure a lot of shit out on my own. And then from a struggle standpoint, there's not, I like, like being really low, um, is a comparative thing. Like, so for example, like I, a couple of years ago was working for a job and I was literally digging mud with my, like I had my shirt off. I was digging mud and it was like 90 and sunny that day. And I got lit up by 20 red ants for like $17 an hour. That's what I was doing this for. And I saw, so I was there for like seven hours. I got bit like two hours in and it sucked. It was not fun at all. And like, for me, that's like the comparative advantage because you can like sit there and be like, okay, here's where I was, but here's where I am now. So kind of like, that's what keeps me going. Cause I'm like, I've already, like, I can grind. I'm like, this is easier or better, or it may be a different challenge, but I'm willing to take it on because physically it's not going to be that. What gets me out of bed? More of the same. Just kind of being the best version of myself. What gives me purpose? Uh, that's a very deep question. And honestly, at this point, the only thing I can say is what gives me purpose is like making others feel like they're improving or improve others. And you may ask, like, what do you mean? And like, I feel great about myself when I, the Walt person checking me out at Walgreens today was like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Like the normal small talk. And I was like, I'm doing great. And then I said her name. And she kind of, like, looked up, and I, like, you know, had to small talk a little bit. Like, because the most beautiful sound in the uh, English language is someone's name. Um, I got that from a book. But, all right, so I'm at 14 and a half minutes. I answered all the questions. Um, hopefully this one gets, like, a little bit more feedback. I feel like it was slower, but it was more of, like, a story, kind of, like, similar to the weekend recaps. So uh, let me know how you guys feel about it. And I said I'd do a $20 raffle, and I'm a man of my word. So if you text me or Snapchat me and just say, like, yo, I listened to it. I really like this, and I really dislike this. And it's actually a serious answer. I'll put you on, your name on the raffle, and then I'll do, like, some random number generator and all that shit. So cool. Uh, Jackson Heaster, fuck you, because IU sucks and produce number one in the country. So, peace out. I'll see you on the next uh, episode. Episode 10, double digits, coming soon.